It's the 2022 World Cup. It's the squad update for Japan. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin. And I'm Connor. And today we are updating Japan's squad for the 2022 World Cup. Right, we've done a podcast on the groups, which took a close look at Japan's team, as well as a player media cast, which went through each of the candidates for making the final squad. Uh, we made short versions of each of those, and uh, we ended the player media cast with a prediction of the starters. This media cast is an addendum to that. In other words, we won't be repeating all of that information, but we'll simply be adding to it. We recommend the full player podcast, but if we have time, we're hoping to release a player version focused solely on the final squad. Right. Uh, well, the final squad has been released uh, for Japan and for most of the uh, teams. Uh, there's a preliminary squad, too. Uh, in Japan's case, it was just the final squad. And today we'll find out just how accurate we were in our predictions. So uh, we're going to list the names of the candidates that we consider definite, likely, and possible. And then we're going to announce who made the preliminary, or in Japan's case, just the final squad here. As we guessed, most squads had a few surprises, players who didn't make it and new or unexpected players who did. So we'll go over those players and summarize them again at the end. All right, and we'll also discuss whether the selections and the games played since June 2022 have changed our thoughts on our predictions, uh, our predicted starters and the team as a whole. So let's move on. Uh, I am at least wearing a samurai blue corner, but uh, I don't have a Japan shirt, so it's got to be Cardiff again. Yeah, well, I'm wearing blue as well, not even a shirt, but... Um... Blue for the, for the samurai blue, as you said. Okay, well, we're getting as close as we can. So let's begin with uh, formations. Uh, uh, we're really focusing here on the uh, September games. They had two games in September. So whether they kind of continued with the formations that we introduced last time. And uh, we won't go over all of those formations uh, here. But um, uh, the last two games there... Um, represent the September games. So uh, what do you say, Connor? Yeah, for both September games, they used a 4-2-3-1. Um, they had used that formation in some of the Asian Cup and World Cup qualifying games. Really, Japan used a lot of different formations. Um, previously, in friendlies, they used 4-3-3. So it's a bit of a shift, but um, Japan has kind of tried a, tried a lot of different formations. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. For uh, most of the friendlies, it was a 4-3-3, but as you say, a lot of different formations before that. But uh, an interesting note here is they did start the Asian Cup uh, and World Cup qualifying with three games in a 4-2-3-1 formation. So uh, a bit of a return to that formation. I wonder if that's kind of the most comfortable formation for them. Okay, well, uh, we'll keep that in mind as we go through the squad. So we're going to kind of uh, repeat the candidates here. So let's begin with the manager. Yeah, the manager is Hajimi Moriyasu. He's been in charge of the national team since 2018. All right, and uh, no change there. He is uh, still in charge of the squad. And uh, we'll move on to goalkeepers. So for goalkeepers or for the positions, we're going to first introduce the players. 
and then uh, we'll say uh, who made the squad and then we will uh, finish with a little summary uh, based on what happened in September games and whether we've changed our opinion on who we think the starters will be. So take it away, Connor. Yes, we had one definite candidate. That was Shiuchi Gonda. He has 33 caps and he plays um, locally in the Japanese league. All right. And uh, next, likely candidates? Um, we have two. We have Eiji Kawashima. Um, he has 95 caps. Um, he's 39 years old and plays with Strasbourg in France. And then also likely we had Daniel Schmidt. Um, he plays in Belgium and has 11 caps to his name. Right. And I think during the podcast, we moved uh, Daniel Schmidt ahead of uh, Kawashima because he seemed a bit more likely. And uh, how about possible candidates? Yeah, there were um, no possible candidates that we identified. All right. So this was pretty straightforward. And... Uh, it is straightforward, as all three of them have uh, made the final squad. So I'll just summarize by saying uh, Gonda had been the starter throughout most of qualifying until all three of them started in the uh, June friendlies, uh, Schmidt actually playing twice. Uh, Gonda and Schmidt uh, each played one of the September friendlies, so uh, it kind of continues to be a rotation. Um, in the previous podcast, we didn't nominate a starter, um, but now we think it will be a rotation of Gonda and Schmidt. But um, if there is just to be one of them, we would favor Gonda uh, over Schmidt. So we will um, uh, we will move uh, Schmidt to a kind of a yellow um, and uh, Kawashima just a blank. Okay, and we're not dealing with the uh, possible uh, or unlikely ones or the ones that seem to be off the squad uh, in this podcast, unless some of them are chosen. And are we ready to move on to defenders? Yeah, so we have um, a couple, or sorry, uh, one definite um, candidate. That was uh, Maya Yoshida. Um, he played with Schalke in Germany and has 121 caps to his name. Um, he's 34 years old. Okay, uh, and, uh, oh, do you want me to announce or wait until the end? I'll go through the likely candidates first. Okay. So likely, um, we had a couple. We had Takahiro Tomayasu. Um, he played with Arsenal um, and has 29 caps. Um, we have Hiroki Ito. Uh, he played with Stuttgart and has just five caps. He's only 23 years old. And then also as a likely candidate, uh, we nominated Ko Itakura. Um, who played with Borussia Mönchengladbach, another young defender, 25 years old, with 12 caps to his name. Yeah, right. And I have a couple of notes to add uh, there. Actually, we had uh, Ko Itakuru as a defensive midfielder or a central midfielder, uh, but he's been recoded as a central defender because uh, that's where he played. And we also have a bit of a... Um, uh, a bit of an injury concern. So he was injured with a ruptured uh, ligament or a knee problem from mid-September. Um, uh, however, his uh, return date was supposed to be November 14th uh, and the manager has added him to the squad. So seems willing to take a chance there on Ko Itakuru. Uh, so yeah, he has made the squad. And um, Maya Yoshida, our definite candidate, has made the squad. And uh, Hiroki Ito, uh, um, yeah, Hiroki Ito and 
uh, Takahiro Tomoyasu all made the squad, all the definite and likely candidates that we had. Oh, did we have any possible, uh, Connor? Yeah, there was just one possible. That was uh, Naomichi uh, Ueda, or Ueda. Yeah. Um, he has 16 captain plays for Nimes in France, and you can tell us about him. Yeah, he actually didn't make the squad, so it seems uh, just these four candidates, uh, which is, um, I wonder if they have maybe candidates from other positions as a backup. Does that seem too few to you? I think four is probably standard. Some may opt for more, but it depends, yeah, kind of on the versatility of some of their players. All right, um, well, yeah. And maybe you want to talk uh, to us about the starters. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, we saw uh, during our last podcast that Tomoyasu uh, had been injured and that kind of confused the matter as to whether he was a starter or not. Uh, but he and Yoshida uh, paired in the first September friendly. And so we think that's going to be the uh, starting pair there. Um, so I will change the highlights to... Uh, um, indicate that. So Yoshida and uh, Tomiyasu as the starting uh, central defense. Okay, are we ready to move on to left backs? Yeah, so for um, left backs, we had one definite candidate. Uh, that was Yuto, uh, Yuto Negatomo. Um, he has kind of a, a long career, but he currently plays with FC Tokyo in Japan and 137, sorry, 137 caps for the national team. Wow. Yeah, he's uh, 36 years old, so really getting up there. And then we had one possible candidate, and that was Sho Sasaki, um, who also plays uh, in Japan. Okay, well, we'll erase the other candidates from the previous podcast and focus on these guys. And actually, it's only uh, Yuto Nagatomo um, uh, making the squad. Uh, Sho Sasaki did not make the squad. Uh, so in terms of uh, definite, in terms of our predicted starters, in the previous co- uh, podcast, we thought uh, Nagatomo for sure was the uh, starter, and we haven't changed our mind on that. Uh, but just to note, the central defender um, uh, Hiro, uh, Hi- Hiroki Ito um, is a bit of a backup for this position. He's played left back. Okay, let's go to right backs. Uh, let's hope it's as uh, simple as that all the way through, hey? Yeah. Um, we had one definite candidate in right back, and that was Miki Yamane. Um, he plays in Japan. Um, he's only been with the team since 2021, has 14 caps in that time, um, but we still considered him a definite candidate. And then we had two uh, possible candidates. Um, that was uh, Hiroki Sakai. Um, and who plays with um, Euro Red Diamonds in Japan. He has 71 caps, so quite experienced. And then we also identified um, Sei Maroya, uh, who plays with Hanover. Um, those are our two possible candidates. Right, and uh, in terms of who made the squad, we have uh, Miki Yamane um, making the squad and Hiroki Sakai. Uh, also making the squad, but uh, Say Moroya did not make the squad uh, in this case. All right, so who do you see as a starter? Uh, well, Sakai had dominated the position, but he and Yamane started alternating towards the end. Uh, in the September friendlies, each of them played one, 
So I think we'd have to call a rotation here. And uh, at this point, if there is to be one of the starters, we can't identify which one has the edge. So we're going to just mark them in yellow uh, to indicate uh, either a rotating start, which is what we think here, or a sometimes starter. Okay, that's it for right backs. And we move on to the uh, midfield and uh, defensive midfielders. Let's look at the candidates. Yeah, we had um, four definite candidates to make the squad. So I guess we'll see how many of them made it. Mm -hmm. um, the first is Wataru Endo. Um, he's a Stuttgart defender. Um, he's uh, 29 years old and has 43 caps. Um, next, we have Hidemasa Morita. Uh, he played with Sporting Lisbon uh, in Portugal. Um, 16 caps to his name. Um, we also have uh, Ao Tanaka. Uh, he plays in Germany as well with Fortuna Dusseldorf, um, a young defender as well, uh, just 24 years old. And then finally, we have uh, Shogo Taniguchi. Uh, he plays in Japan. Um, he's a 30-year-old with 13 caps to his name. Right. So there we had those four definite candidates. And beyond that, we only had two candidates who seemed to be off the squad. And uh, neither of those made it. Uh, just before I announce who made it, I should say for Ayo Tanaka, uh, he was listed as injured uh, from early November with an unknown return date. Uh, so this seems to have happened after the squad was announced. Um, but he wasn't, uh, uh, if it was before, he wasn't pulled off the squad. Uh, as we'll see, one player later was uh, uh, pulled off the squad due to injury. So I wonder if it's... Um, it means there's a possibility of his recovery or that the injury happened late and we're awaiting for news yeah. um, on that one. But uh, long story short, or short story short here, all four of those candidates have made the squad. So I'll just uh, summarize the, uh, the, the situation here. It's actually a bit of a complicated situation, uh, not least of all because of the changing formations which sometimes had uh, one kind of central or defensive midfielder and sometimes uh, two in the formation. So we boiled it down in the previous podcast to be uh, uh, Endo and Shibasaki as the starting pair and usually just Endo if it was a formation with just one uh, defensive midfielder. So they are bringing... Um, oh, not only four defensive midfielders, but two central midfielders here which we'll introduce shortly. So it might get a bit complicated. Um, the September friendlies use two separate pairings. Well, hang on, why don't we uh, go to introduce the central defenders and then I'll finish the, uh, the discussion after that. Sure, central midfielders. Uh, sorry, central midfielders. Yeah. Um, so we identified um, really two likely candidates. We had three, but Ko Itakura, we moved to um, a central defender. But in terms of our central midfielders, we didn't have any definite, but we had two likelies. Um, those are Yuta Nak Nakayama. Uh, he played with Huddersfield in England and has 17 caps to his name. And then also get uh, Geiku Shibasaki. Um, he played with Leganes in Spain and has 59 caps, so um, a bit more experience. Okay, and we do have news on uh, Yuta Nakayama. He was selected for the squad. 
but he had an Achilles tendon rupture in early November. Uh, the return date was unknown, but obviously he was uh, um, deemed to have not been uh, a possibility for the cup, and he is off the squad now. And uh, as of uh, November 5th, his, um, his replacement hadn't been announced. Um, I'll try to update that. I'll, I'll just check uh, quickly if, uh, uh, if that has been announced here. Oh, uh, okay, we'll have to keep this in mind. This is fresh new information, Connor, but we we have the name uh, of the person who replaced him, and it is Shuto Machino. So um, uh, he's actually a forward, so we'll have to uh, adjust when we get to him, Shuto Machino. Okay, so should we finish the... Um, we'll finish the discussion. Oh, no, I got to say who made it there. So, uh, yeah, Yuto uh, Nakayama made it, but then is injured. So I'll indicate that with a purple highlight for our YouTube watchers. And uh, uh, Gaku Shibasaki also made the squad. Um, there we go. And, um, yes, as you said, we moved Ko Itakuro up to central defense. So I'll just erase that. And uh, possible candidate Ryo Hatate uh, did not make the squad. Okay, so I'll finish the summary then. Um, as I said, we uh, boiled it down to Endo, uh, defensive midfielder Endo, and central midfielder Shibasako, uh, Shibasaki as a starting pair. And uh, now we see they're bringing four central, uh, four defensive midfielders and two central midfielders. So a bit complicated uh, in the midfield there. The September friendlies used two separate pairings. In one of them, there was Endo and uh, Morita, um, and in the other uh, in the other game, it was Shibasaki paired with Tanaka. So uh, we're going to still hold to Endo and Shibasaki as a starting pair, but we do uh, think there might be some rotation there. That's right. All right. Uh, anything to add there? Uh, no, I think we can go on to um, continue with the midfield and go on to left midfielders. All right. Uh, and who do we have there? So for left midfield, we identified just one uh, likely candidate, and that's uh, Genki Haraguchi. Um, he plays with uh, Union Berlin in Germany, who are doing quite well, and he has 74 caps uh, and is 31 years old. All right. Well, uh, he was uh, a surprise non-selection here. Uh, as you see, we had him as likely. I'm going to highlight him in red there because it's a bit of a surprise. Uh, actually, uh, there were signs of his non-selection in, in uh, the September friendlies as he was subbed in in the 86th minute in game one and not fielded in game two. So maybe uh, uh, there was a sense of him uh, not being selected. And uh, interestingly, Connor, the manager said he opted for players with burning ambition over experience so um yeah i mean uh, he didn't specifically mention haraguchi but we have to assume that the comment is made uh, basically for the players uh that are surprised non-selections right yeah of which i think haraguchi is one so um yeah yeah interesting comment from the manager because he is an experienced player but um 
yeah, obviously finding room for others instead. Yeah, that's right. It might have been also directed towards uh, Yuya Osaka, who we'll meet a bit later, but we had judged him as only a possible candidate. So uh, Genki Haraguchi turns out to be uh, the the only player we had in the definite or likely um, that was um, not selected. So you can't help but think that the comment was directed a bit towards him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as far as the position goes, uh, they, they switched. So I wonder if this was part of the reason they switched from a 4-3-3, uh, which has a left midfielder, to a 4-2-3-1, which doesn't have a kind of a left defensive midfielder, but a left attacking midfielder, which we've been treating as a different position. But uh, maybe the 4-2-3-1 is partly because uh, they're not going with Genki Haraguchi, who is the, the one player kind of suited for that position yeah all right let's move over to the right side of the field and talk about right midfielders yeah so we had one definite candidate that was junior ito he plays in france and has 38 caps to his name and then we also had days in Maida. he played with celtic in scotland he's 25 years old and just eight caps to his name so far Okay, well, in terms of who made it, we have uh, Junior Ito uh, making the squad. And uh, actually, Dazen Maeda uh, also made the squad. So uh, both of them there. But uh, kind of like uh, on the left side of the midfielder, they hadn't used it that much. And we don't think they're going to use it here. In fact, Junior Ito uh, was more of an attacking right-sided midfielder, maybe a right-winger attacking midfielder or even a right forward uh and so we think um uh ito and maida will both kind of be more on the attacking side uh of the midfield so um maybe we should have i think for other teams we we actually created a new position like uh uh right attacking midfielder but for these ones we didn't um but we do have uh left wingers next so who do we have for uh, left wingers we had identified one definite candidate that was uh, takumi minamino but we're actually going to move him to attacking midfield um during this media cast so we'll we'll talk about him um in a little bit uh however i will talk about uh karu mitomo or mitoma sorry um he plays with brighton um and has uh just nine caps but five goals uh so far for japan Okay, and I actually have a new player uh, to introduce here, a bit of a, a surprise inclusion, uh, and his name is Yuki Soma. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Yuki Soma since we haven't met him yet? Sure. Um, so Yakub, uh, Yuki Soma, uh, he plays in Japan with Nagoya Grampus, where he's been since 2018. Um, he's just 25 years old, but he does have um, seven caps, um, and three goals to his name so far. Um, right. However, uh, right. those caps um, had been in 2019 and also with the East Asian Football Championship in 2022. Okay, great. Yeah, so uh, it looks like he, he performed well uh, in that East Asian Football Championship, so seems to have been uh, drawn from there. Uh, I have a note that he's actually on loan to Kashima Antler since 2019. That seems to be a long time uh on loan are you able to check into that yeah for sure okay we'll come back to that uh while i summarize uh kind of the position of left winger so um 
uh, we had actually moved uh, Takumi Minamoto here to left wing because he had primarily played left wing during this period. Uh, but in the September friendlies, he kind of moved back to the uh, central attacking midfielder role. So that's why we've moved him there. And meanwhile, in the 4-2-3-1, uh, Mitoma uh, played the position in game one. And actually, right winger Kubo, who we'll meet right away here, played it in game two. I think Mitoma is kind of moving into the position. So um, we uh, we suspect that they'll continue with that 4-2-3-1 formation. And that Mitoma, uh, who's been doing well in his club play uh, for Brighton, will start. Uh, and this is the only revision, really, we're making to our starting lineup. Um, the only uh, change based on the new evidence we have. So uh, we're looking at Matomu as, a, sorry, Matoma as a, a starter for this, but uh, uh, Yuki Soma will be um, probably a bench player there. All right. Um, and just for the graphic, maybe you want to highlight uh, Matoma in green there. Oh, yes, thank you. And did we uh, find out whether he's with Kashima Antlers? Or, yeah, that, uh, that loan was just in 2019, so he is playing with Nagoya Grampus. Okay, great. Yeah, I thought that was a, a little odd. Okay, that is uh, uh, left-wingers. Let's move over to the right side and see what's happening over there. Yeah, here we had just one likely candidate, um, and that was Takafusa Kubo. Um, he... Um, was actually with Real Madrid for a while, now with Real Sociedad in Spain. Um, he has 19 caps and is just 18 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, he is selected for the squad. However, uh, he is listed as having a shoulder injury in early November uh, with an unknown return date. So again, this is a, an injury that seems to have happened after the squad was announced. So there's no mention of his being replaced uh, yet, so it seems there is a possibility of recovery here or else the manager kind of taking the risk of uh, bringing him along. Uh, in terms of the position itself, it's uh, the right midfielder uh, Ito, uh, who we met uh, earlier, uh, Junior Ito, um, who played uh, right attacking midfielder in the first of the September friendlies and the attacking midfielder Doan, who we'll meet soon, uh, in the second, Ritsu Doan. Uh, so we're going to uh, hold to um, Junior Ito as the starter here. Uh, we did uh, kind of highlight him in green above. And uh, Kubo um, was always a backup uh, in this position. All right, let's move on to the forward line. And we will begin with... Um, uh attacking midfielders what do we have yeah so first um we had one definite candidate that was takumi minamino who we introduced earlier um he had played in england but he's actually now with monaco in the french league and he has uh 17 goals across 43 caps for japan um okay. we also had one uh, likely candidate and that was ritsu doan um he plays with freiburg he's just 24 years old but has 28 caps already Okay, and in terms of who made the squad, we have uh, Takumo, uh, Takumi Minamino, so uh, the definite candidate made it, and also Ritsu Doan made it. So I think we have a pretty good batting average here, Connor. Yeah, so far so good. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Doan, uh, Doan uh, 
tends to play on the right side as a right attacking midfielder and a right forward. And uh, a bit of rotation there with Junior uh, Ito, but we, we see him as kind of a backup uh, rather than a starter. And um, Minamino uh, was played as a central attacking midfielder. So as we said, kind of moving over from the left side to the center. Uh, he was used in the friendlies. Actually, it was forward uh, Kamada, who we'll meet soon, in the first September friendly, and then Minamino in the second. Uh, but no matter what the formation is, we, we stick with Minamino uh, as a starter on the squad. And uh, we'll talk about Kamada a little bit later. Uh, okay, so let us move on to the forwards. And um, what are the candidates looking like? Yeah, so we didn't identify any definite candidates, but we had a couple likely. Uh, so first is Kyogo Furuhashi. Um, he plays with Celtic in Scotland um, and has 16 caps so far. And we also identified as likely uh, Daichi Kamada. Uh, he plays in Germany with Frankfurt um, and has 21 caps. Uh, in terms of uh, possible candidates, um, was there anything you want to say or should I move on? No, sorry. Uh, go ahead. So we had um, Takuma Asano. Um, he plays in Germany, as, as many do, with, with Bochum. Um, he has 36 caps, um, and he's been with the team since 2015, so he was considered uh, possible. Um, we had Yu Yuya Osako. Um, he plays in Japan with Vissel Kobe and has 57 caps and a good goal-scoring record, too, with 24 goals. And then we had Ayasi uh, Ueda. Um, who plays in Belgium uh, with Circle Bruges. He's 24 and has just 10 caps. All right. And I have uh, one candidate to add here, uh, a new candidate. And that is, um, I'll put it right here and erase the, the players who didn't make it there. Uh, Shuto Machino. So we mentioned him a bit earlier in the podcast as the player coming in. Well, I wouldn't say to replace uh, Yuta Nakayama because they're completely different positions, but in terms of uh, uh, personnel um, kind of uh, coming in as the extra player. So he has been with Japan since 2022. Uh, get this, four caps, but three goals. Wow, good return. Yeah, for the uh, 23-year-old who plays in um, Japan with Shonan Belmare. And uh, he also, like the other new player, uh, was in the East Asian Football Championship in the summer of 2022. Uh, he didn't start any of their games in September. Um, so those four caps and three goals are actually in that East Asian Championship. Uh, but he was subbed into a game in uh, one of the September 2022 games. So uh, kind of... Um, working his way into the squad there. I've highlighted him in yellow uh, here to show that he's a replacement. Uh, but we have a bit of news here. Uh, Kyogo uh, uh, Furuhashi um, was actually not selected for the squad, so kind of the second surprise non-selection there. Uh, uh, I, I had mentioned there was just the one player who was uh, not selected uh, that was in our definite or likely categories, but that was my mistake. It was uh, Kenki Haraguchi and uh, Kyogo Furuhashi, who we had as a likely candidate. And so perhaps that comment by the coach about uh, lacking desire uh, maybe also applied to him. 
Some people viewed uh, Yulia Osaka as a uh, likely candidate, judging by the articles I read, there seemed to be a bit of surprise. Uh, but we, we weren't surprised because we only had him as a possible candidate. Um, and uh, so the people who made the squad, the players who made the squad are Daiichi Kamada and uh, Takuma Asano, but I have a, a bit of injury information on him. And the possible candidate, Ayasi Ueda, so one of the few kind of candidates we had at the possible level to make the squad. And then uh, uh, Shuto Machino as a replacement, so I'll leave him in yellow for the time being until we talk about starters. Um, Takuma Asamo is injured with a ruptured ligament or knee problem from mid-September with an unknown return date. And uh, it looked like he was unlikely to make the cup, but he has been named to the squad. So, um, again, the manager may be uh, hoping he'll recover, or maybe he has recovered. I'm not really sure. Uh, okay, well, let's finish by talking about um, the uh, forward position. So we noted in the previous podcast that they're clearly scrambling for a centre forward. And after trying out various candidates up to June, they went with the right midfielder Maeda in game one of September friendlies and Furuhashi in game two. Uh, but as we saw, Furuhashi wasn't uh, selected. So the struggle to find a forward uh, seems to continue. Uh, in the previous podcast, we couldn't nominate anyone for this position because it seemed uh, uh, quite undecided. As as we said, kind of they're looking for a candidate but hadn't found one. So we don't even have um, uh, we don't uh, have a prediction over who's going to be a starter. What do you make of it, Connor? I think they'll have to work it out in the cup. Yeah, that's not an ideal situation. You think those September friendlies would be to test out the squad, but the fact that one of the forwards who started didn't make it in Furuhashi is a is a surprise. Yeah. So that, it um it is a problem. Perhaps Daiichi Kamada will get the start, but really we we don't really know. Yeah, or it actually could be one of the players, uh, one of the midfielders that we've talked about earlier moving up into that position. Yeah, it seems a bit of a waste to have Furuhashi as a starter in the second friendly, but I guess that that must have persuaded the coach that he wasn't the right man for the job. Yeah. Okay. Well, we won't dwell too much on the um, uh, we won't dwell too much on the uh, statistics here, but we're going to kind of update the statistics that we had before, and uh, now we can just look at the members of the final squad and uh, talk about their stats. So average age, Connor, 28. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'll I'll let you continue. Oh, no, you continue. You go ahead. Okay, so the average age is 28.1 years. Um, Do you have any sense if that's a bit older or younger than usual? I mean, I've been saying through all the podcasts that 25 to 27 and and kind of viewing 27 as the the upper end. But I got to say, and this is kind of all candidates rather than the final squad, it turned out that 27 was was more like average. So it seems like teams are bringing slightly older players to this World Cup. Uh, But by any count, 28.1 is quite old. Yeah. Um, do you want me to detail that or should we move on? Let's move on. Um, okay. Talk about average caps. 
Yeah, uh, the average is uh, uh, where we haven't done the update on enough teams to really compare it with other teams. Uh, but, you know, if they do have a, an, age, an average age of 28.1, then at least they should get the benefit of uh, maturity and the players having a lot of experience. But that's not really the case here. Uh, we have done, uh, we have the stats for Costa Rica. Uh, their average age is 27, but they have 43 caps on average. And uh, Brazil, their average age is 27.4, and they have 36 caps on average, slightly higher, but uh, a lower age. So it looks like Japan's not really getting the benefit of, uh, of the uh, age in terms of experience. Yeah, just to confirm, 34.5 is the average number of caps among the oh. team. Oh, did I say something else? No, no, I'll just uh, mention it. Here. Oh, just repeating it. Okay. Uh, how about goals? Yeah, total goals is 85. That's goals scored by all players in the squad. Um, and that's a total goals per cap of 9.5%. Okay. Well, as I said, we don't have a lot uh, to compare to. However, uh, we have Costa Rica and Germany here. Costa Rica with 123 goals and an average of 11%. And Brazil, who we would expect to be quite a bit higher, 161 goals among their 26 players, so almost double what Japan has, and an average of 16.9%. So, um, you know, the problem we mentioned in the team podcast of uh, the difficulty of them scoring goals really coming, coming out here. Mm -hmm. uh, where do we expect to see the goals from? Well, we have... Uh, um, uh, Takumu Minamino probably with the uh, best average overall. He's got 17 goals in 43 games, so 39%. Uh, Daichi Kamada. Uh, Kaoru uh, Mitoma is scoring well. He has five goals in nine games, but that's only nine games. So his 55% uh, would need to be validated over more than 20 games. Um, so no really big scorers on the squad, except perhaps Minamino. So when we were talking about forwards, I was wondering if maybe they'll try Minamino or Mitoma up front. Okay, well, we're going to finish with just a kind of a summary of the things we've talked about. So we're going to summarize the players who were notable non-selections, uh, new players, uh, updates on injury, and then uh, we're going to just talk briefly about whether we think the information we've learned in this podcast or in this media cast changes our opinion uh, of the squad. So do you want to take it away by introducing the notable non-selections? Yeah, we, we've talked about them, but um, I'll just mention them by name here. Uh, Genki Haraguchi, who we considered likely. Um, Kyogo Furuhashi, we also considered him likely. Neither of them made the squad, nor did Yuyu, or Yuya Osako, who we just considered possible. Yeah, we just uh, added him to this list because uh, some articles we read seemed surprised by it. How about new players? Yeah, so two new players were brought to the squad that we uh, additionally or initially had in profile. Um, that was forward Shuto Machino and uh, left winger Yuki Soma. Right, both of those coming out of what seemed to be good performances in the East Asian Football Championship. And uh, finally, maybe if you uh, introduce the name of the injury concerns, and then I'll just give a quick note on, on where, where it's at. 
Yeah, so um, we had Kota, or sorry, Ko Itakura. Um, he had a, a ligament knee problem for mid-September. Right. Uh, his return date was expected to be November 14th, so hopefully in time for the Cup, and it seems like the manager uh, is willing to take a chance from him. If you recall during the podcast, we've actually moved him from a central midfielder to a central defender. Yeah, next we have um, Takuma Asano. Um, he also had um, a, a knee slash ligament problem from mid-September. Yeah, and actually his return date remains uh, unknown, but once again, the manager seems to be willing to take a chance on him uh, unless between now and the World Cup uh, they, they kind of announce a replacement for, for these players. Yeah, next we have Yuta Nakayama. Um, he had an, he had ruptured his Achilles tendon in early November. Um, yeah, do you want to talk about him? Uh, yeah, um, his return date was unknown, but uh, obviously he, unlike the others, has been deemed to uh, not not be a possibility for the cup. So he was replaced. Yeah, um, we have Ao Tanaka. Um, he had was injured with a a tear um, in a joint capsule from early November. So that seems like he may or may not be be recovered, or or possibly not, if that sounds serious. Um, but yeah, you can tell us about him. Yeah, it does sound pretty serious to me. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure that's a, something you recover for in a matter of weeks. Yeah, I mean, once again, it, it looks like either the manager has decided to take a risk on him, or perhaps we'll see him uh, as a late, uh, a late replace player. I'm sure they're just going to keep their eye on all of these guys, and if they decide they can't play, uh, we may uh, uh, see a late replacement there. Yeah, then we had uh, Daichi Kamada. He was listed as having an infection um, in early November, but was expected back shortly. Yeah, I think he's off the uh, list now, so that was a, a minor concern. And then we have uh, Takafusa Kubo. Um, he had a shoulder injury from early November um, as well, with no kind of definite return date. Yeah, and like uh, like all the others, the manager taking a chance on him, and uh, uh, it seems like there is a possibility of recovery, but if not, uh, he'll be a late replacement. Yeah. And I think that's all the players that we had uh, mentioned. Okay, well, that uh, brings us to close to the end of the podcast, but we're going to finish with a quick discussion on whether uh, any of this kind of changes your view on Japan's chances, Connor. Well, overall, we I think we did pretty well on our predictions. Um, just a couple new players, a couple surprises, but really not that many. Most of our definite and likely candidates were there. Um, I think one thing that the, the September game show is that they're undecided on a forward, and that still seems to be a problem. Yeah, we, we won't repeat our whole discussion. I think we kind of gave them an outside chance of um, <clears throat> overcoming Germany and Spain uh, in their group. And, um, yeah, I got to say that that forward problem makes me uh, makes me worry a bit, like, Spain and Germany are hard to score against at the best of times. So um, uh, if I did give them much of a chance to uh, squeeze into second, I think I'd be downgrading it a little bit. How about you? Yeah, I, I think it's a big problem. I mean, they're, they're a decent team, but if you can't score goals um, at this level, 
um, you know, you're not going to win games. And I think that just the quality of opposition they're playing for, it, it's going to be difficult for them. So I, yeah, I don't see this really improving their, their chances. I'm yeah, a little bit negative about them getting out of the group. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear more discussion uh, uh, on Japan, the the previous podcast, uh, especially the uh, team podcast or the group podcast in this case, uh, is where we discussed it most extensively. But that brings us to the end of this update podcast. So, um, uh, yeah, we won't go over all of our information, but um, keep in mind that uh, we may be posting a final uh podcast which just uh we'll just be editing together the bio information on the 26 players who make the final squad but yeah as always you can find our podcast at soccerfiles.captivate uh, um and uh yeah for more yeah. Info- uh, yeah for more information check the show notes and um uh, we will hopefully see you in our next uh, media cast Bye-bye. Right. Bye.